worship. To worship means to consider ultimately worthy. What motivates you to get out of your bed in the morning? Is it money? Is it a career? Drugs? Video games? People? The point is all those things lead to destruction. Now what about people? Family and friends are good. God gave us the gift of family and friends and building relationships. Your family can motivate you and inspire you. And yes, part of our purpose in life is to love one another and serve each other. But we forget the most important commandment Jesus said for us is to love God with your heart, soul, and mind. To not only acknowledge God, but to thank him for the gifts of being able to build relationships with people you love. Ephesians 5 verse 3 says, Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. Now, building bonds with people is good, but to ultimately build your foundation for the reason you live is for people. The reality of that is that people will let you down, where I'm sure that's happened to some of you before, where people you love have hurt you or have disappointed you. But when you set your foundation on Jesus Christ, when you start to open your heart to truth, you will begin to understand that God will not let you down or disappoint. Jesus reveals that God loves us so much that he bled and died on a cross to forgive us. There is only room for one on the throne of your heart. And if you have set anything of this world on the throne of your heart, it will ultimately lead to destruction. We all worship something. Look within yourself and ask yourself, what motivates you? If you are willing to make a change and serve Jesus Christ, he is able. Jesus says, if anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. His grace is perfect. His mercy is tender. You can face God with all your shame and he will take it from you. But without Jesus, it's impossible. The flesh is too weak. You can't resist temptation on your own. Look at what you worship and ask yourself, is this ultimately worth living for? What is the evidence that what I'm living for is right? Or do I only get temporary pleasure? Or is it only temporary happiness? Is it only uncertain happiness? Do you have peace beyond understanding that lasts forever? Do you have peace through tribulation? Can you trust that what you are living for is ultimately worthy? Think about it. Maybe you say you don't know what you are living for. Well, in spite of the fact that you probably got out of bed today and got dressed means that you are slightly motivated. If you are in school, I don't know you, but chances are you want to pursue a career in a field that interests you. Now the question is, are you pursuing that career for a selfish desire, for selfish ambition to make money? Or are you doing it to help people? Now if the reality is that you are motivated to pursue a career for the money, what is the evidence 
that setting your foundation and living for money is the best way to live. Jesus says, For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Proverbs 11.28 says, Trust in your money and down you go. Notice how it says trust in your money. Money can be good if used responsibly. 1 Timothy says, Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need. Always being ready to share with others. Money, be, money can be good, but don't consider it ultimately worthy or worth living for. Don't elevate it to a level of worship. We benefit from worshiping Jesus. One reason is because he has offered us the gift of eternal life. A promise for life after death by putting our faith in him. Secondly, we rejoice here on earth through trials and tribulations because we understand that it only develops a deeper relationship and understanding of God's will. Thirdly, there is no more shame. Although the world may mock and gossip, no matter what you've done or how bad, God's grace is poured out on all men so that you can face the world shamelessly because you have been forgiven by the Most High thanks to our Lord Jesus Christ and his sacrifice on the cross. Even if the world won't forgive you, if you are sincere and truly repent, the death of his son is applied to you and you are forgiven. Fourthly, we learn to truly forgive just as he forgives us. It can be hard, but to understand God's will that no one perishes, it's important to forgive others, even if they've wronged you, because it shows that love of God in you. They have no choice but to ask, how could you forgive them? And the only answer to that is pointing them to what Jesus did on the cross to forgive us all. It's because of love. Most people assume most people assume Jesus is just another religion. But if you ever have the time to consider what the message of the gospel is, that the creator of the universe actually loves you and wants a relationship with you and actually cares about you, you begin to realize that it's not about just following some rules to be a better person in this life. It's all about grace and the love of Jesus Christ poured out onto us. That is why we thank Jesus. That is why we worship Jesus. And that's why it would be a wise decision for you to worship Jesus. You have to feed the spirit. We feed the flesh way too often. Feed your spirit. Spend time in the word with God. Learn and understand his will. Sacrifice the things that would distract you from feeding your spirit. The music you listen to. The things you watch the friends you hang around that aren't going to help you grow. Let go of all the things that are going to continue to pull you into the world. God calls us out of the world. This is spiritual warfare. Jesus says the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. There's a war going on, a fight between your spirit and your flesh. Part of the reason you and I experience guilt is because we know and understand that which is right. But too often, 
we still do that which is wrong. And it creates guilt, this guilt feeling. We cannot hide anything from God, so we must confess it and ask for his forgiveness and make a change. We need to walk in the spirit. The Bible says, don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Some of you may not understand what God wants you to do. How can you understand God's will? You have to live in the light. God wants to be God wants us to be more like Jesus Christ. And where do you find out about Jesus Christ? Where do you find out about the life he's lived? You go to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And as you look at his life, this is how God wants us to think and act. Jesus is the model life to follow in a sense. We are to love our enemies and avoid any form of impurity because it stands counter to the character of God revealed through Jesus Christ. Following the way he lived is hard. I fail way too often. But when I fail, instead of falling back and letting things suck me into the world, I get back up and keep seeking until I get it right. You will slowly start to realize that denying yourself is only possible when you have Jesus Christ. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, you have been given the strength to turn away from your sin. I pray that the person listening to this podcast understands that you benefit from worshiping Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.